Hello, everyone, and welcome to Nine Inch Charge. Um, welcome to an old world discussion where today we are asking the question Have Games Workshop already released models for Warhammer the Old World under our very noses? <laughs> Who knows? So this is something that Tom and I have been talking about for a little while, and I'm sure some of you guys have been talking about as well. You know, we've seen the Soulblight Gravelords come out, and we've seen brand new Blood Knights, and we've seen um, Slaves of Darkness come out, and we've seen brand new Chaos Warriors. Now we're seeing uh, brand new Lizard Men and new Saurus Warriors, and the tropes of them are all really similar to what we had in the old world, just redone. And... What's interesting for me about that is, is that for a while it looked like Age of Sigma was heading in a very different direction to Warhammer Fantasy Battles. So they took dwarves and they put them in the sky and they put them in sky ships and we had the Caradron Overlords and we had Stormcast Eternals that were a very different thing that we, you know, to what we'd seen. And then elves became underwater elves and they're completely new fantasy tropes, you know, that are so unrelated to Warhammer Fantasy. You can't really draw a comparison. And then things started to change and everything became a bit more familiar. We've got the Goblin Wolf Riders and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so the discussion today is, do we think that these models are being made dual purpose for Age of Sigmar and for the old world? And the reason that we're talking about this is in the latest Warhammer community article, it's got two of the brand new Saurus Warriors side by side. And in Age of Sigma, some are starborn and they're made up in space somewhere and some are coalesced and they're like flesh and blood. Um, but but anyway, they've got them side by side and they've got a green one. And the tagline kind of in the article is, oh, doesn't that make us feel so very nostalgic? A while ago, I purchased the uh, Start Collecting Slaves to Darkness box set. And I was surprised how familiar those Chaos Warriors were being a long-term Chaos Warriors of Chaos player back in fantasy. But they were just like, they were that little bit bigger. And I don't mean that in a bad way. They're very imposing. And I think it may have been something I didn't realize was missing from the old Chaos Warriors. Mm. Um, they, you know, these new ones are bigger. They seem more purposeful. Uh, and the knights, oh, those knights compared to the old... It, Dweeby Knights, if you remember, there was like two, there's been this the second scale jump of Chaos Knights from like fifth, <laughs> maybe fifth edition. And these ones, I think, are the where the money is. They are phenomenal. Hmm. Um, it's interesting that you talk about how faithful they they are, um, but the scale is a bit bigger. I was thinking to myself that if we were to use these models for Warhammer Fantasy Battles, it wouldn't bother me at all that the scale was bigger because they're Chaos Warriors and because they're Chaos yeah. Knights. So you would think they've got to be really big and imposing, exactly like you said. It just really captures the models. I think the difference and the test will be um, if these really are dual kits, what's it going to be like if they do Dwarves and Humans? And one of the things that I was thinking of there was um about the zombie kit because the zombies that they that they introduce you know good luck to you if you're ever going to try and rank rank them up um but i did used to rank up dryads and they had bits of branch and tree you know everywhere yeah. um they were on bigger bases um but you know they did 
they did rank up and then they moved them to skirmish and then I think they moved them back. They went sort of back and forth, but that's that's another story. But but at least you can say that when they do humans, the scale is right, and when they do something big like a chaos warrior, then you know it feels like the scale is still right and it and it, and it yeah. hasn't crept too much. Um, speaking of models being faithful but a bit bigger, the Saurus. And we had a bit of we had a bit of a back and forth about the Saurus, didn't we? Because I saw it them, and I I saw the overhang of the weapon coming out the front and the tail coming out the back, and I I, I said to you, Tom, they're not going to rank up. And then I showed you a picture of an old Saurus. So I'll put the two pictures up side by side, the one I saw and the one I showed Tom. But Tom's retort, I think, was um was pretty perfect, to be honest. Yeah, if you take note of the old Temple Guard models. There's a Saurus Guard now. Saurus Guard. I think they're roughly the same size as the mm. new Saurus Guard. And they've got a really long overhanging tail, although mm. it's a little bit lower. And some of them have really long halberds that only stick forward. <laughs> mm. So, yeah. There was always a bit of that, I think, anyway. I mean, I've got my Glade Guard here. And some of them are reaching really far forward with their bows, and they're like only for the front rank, and some of them are only for the sides because they just won't fit anywhere else. So there always was a little bit of that. But yeah, I think you're right. When I saw that temple guard that you showed me, I was like, oh, okay, all right, fair. <laughs> the only difference yeah. is, as you said, the the tail on the um on the on the new uh, saurus is a bit is a bit higher. So I don't know the best way really. It's just a get a box and try and fit them together and see how I, they I rank up. Pledge now in this video for the channel, I'm going to get a box, I'm going to paint a box, and I'm going to rank them up on square bases to see how they go. Hmm. I will do that happily. That'll be cool. So we'll have a bit of a, a bit of feedback. We'll do a, a catch up. But yeah. um, speaking of people trying to rank up these new. Age of Sigmar models and play them in Warhammer Fantasy. You've done a bit of digging there, haven't you, Tom? I have. We were having a real good discussion about what ranks up, what doesn't rank up. And I found a really good post on Reddit by um, someone called Embedded12. And they've gone through quite a few of the Slave to Darkness boxes and put them on squares. And my goodness, they look phenomenal. They're not even, they're not painted yet. But they look really good in these photos. Mm. Um, so they've made one unit of about 30, 32 chaos warriors, <laughs> all on 25 mil bases, and they rank up so well, in my opinion. Um, I don't know if they've done any cutting or, you know, posing on the bases to make them work, but I think they work. That makes me so happy. And I think. A twenty-five mil base is just right for a chaos warrior. Anyway, they're not going. We're not going to yeah. try and fit them on twenty mil bases. That isn't going to happen because they're chaos warriors. So, like we said, we don't mind the creep. And the fact that somebody has done it, I think you know, getting five or ten to rank up is one thing. Getting thirty to rank up is another. If you can get thirty to rank up, they rank up. They rank up, yeah. And they've not only done that; they've done the knights as well. And as an old Warriors of Chaos player, these knights, the old knights, never worked in ranks unless you were like a genius at modeling and knew how to do it. I could never get them to rank up properly. 
Uh, was this but, the lance would go into the back of the next horse? Or something yeah, the like lance that? would go into the back and the shield was always pointing out at a weird angle and mm. there's always a, a spike on someone <laughs> because it's chaos on the flank of a horse that stopped you from ranking these up. But in this photo I'm looking at, these bases are touching. I never mm. was able to achieve that in all of the Chaos Knights mm. I've built. I would say, if I'm honest, looking at those pictures, that the knights are too close together you would never if you if if you were going to run and charge into battle and you were a group of cavalry you would need that elbow room there's no there's no elbow room at all there you can't swing a cap between them and i think for my money if they were going to release those models for warhammer fantasy we yeah. would need to see a bigger size cavalry base. And I know we do have a bigger size cavalry base because we've got monstrous cavalry like demigriffs and things that are kind of the frontage of the juggernauts. Uh, is that what they're called? The, yeah, yeah, juggernauts, the like, yeah, they've got three on the front. But that we need, we probably need to see a kind of in-between size. And I think I'm all for that, to be honest, because if if the payoff for having fantastic dynamic models that don't all just stand holding their spear straight, um, <laughs> you know, and are a bit more, you know, doing things and, and what have you, and maybe look a little less martial, but look much more dynamic and more interesting. If the payoff for that is that we have to have a slightly larger base, yeah. then, you know, I'm happy to do, I say I'm happy to do that. I'll take I mean, the base. Just, I've, I've just been <laughs> rebasing all of. The, I don't want to rebase my whole army necessarily, yeah. but I, but I do think that is a price worth paying. It is, yeah. absolutely. My retort to them needing more elbow room is, I wouldn't be foolish enough to stand in the way of that anyway. <laughs> they can get as close as they want. I'm not going anywhere near that unit. <laughs> Ever. That's true. <laughs> You just instantly fail your panic test like wherever you are on the table. Yeah. Know. Run away. Um, <laughs> so there is a counter-argument to this, isn't there, Tom? I mean, you were talking to me about the Horus Heresy earlier, and I'll be the first to admit that I do not understand the Horus Heresy in any way, shape, or form. Um, but there is a precedent there, isn't there, for two game systems, one set in the past, one newer one, yes. where where both systems have completely independent models. Yeah, absolutely. So um, if you just take the humble tactical squad, uh, the Space Marine tactical squad, that is, you have a 40K variant, which is an Adeptus Astartes tactical squad. And then that's for 40K. And the Horus Heresy, essentially the same models. I know that's going to be very painful to some people for some people to hear but they are space marines this box is called the horus heresy legionis astartes tactical squad and then your variant of armor which there are currently three but essentially all different they're scales com they're completely <laughs> different boxes so yeah. you could say and this is something that i think games workshop are doing is you could say this is an empire soldier and this is a Dawnbringer Crusade soldier. Yes. And they're two very different, completely different looking models. And that may well be the case. I think the difference is, is as we kind of said before, we kind of alluded to is Age of Sigmar hasn't fully grown out of its Warhammer Fantasy stages yet. So 
it's kind of built on things. So you've got, for example, the gloom spike gits, which are night goblins, and then they've done all the things around the night goblins. But the night goblins yeah. are still the night goblins. So I don't think that there's there's a precedent for saying Age of Sigmar night goblins are different from Warhammer Fantasy night goblins. No, if I'm honest. And I think there are places where they will will differ, but there will be places where they are the same as well. To me, um, that makes a lot of sense, right? So your night goblins. I was looking at one earlier. I was thinking at the very start of Age of Sigma, when everything was still fantasy, but they moved it on to Age of Sigma and round bases. I was thinking the um, brutes, the orc brutes, and the gore grunters. I was thinking you could just pick them up, give orcs monstrous cavalry, write in mm. some really good lore, mm. and it's a Warhammer fantasy unit straight there. Like, Do you know what? This is just a bit of a, a shout out to the. Um... Is it called the Warhammer Armies Project? Um, yes. Because they have done that. I was oh. looking at, at the Wood Elf book and they've added in all the Sylvaneth stuff. So yeah. there, there might be a way to do it. I, To be honest with you, I don't want them to do that completely because I like that there's something a bit different and special about each game. Um, yeah. But I do think that there is going to be this crossover. But if I was to say to you, Tom, that I want you now to put your money where your mouth is and I want you to say... Here on this video, yeah. do you think that these Saurus and these Chaos Warriors and a couple other units, do you think that they are going to be official Age of Sigmar models and official Warhammer the Old World models? I'm going to say I think they will be dual purpose and they'll be official Age of Sigmar and official old world models for these for the time being <laughs> okay yeah well and i would tend to agree i yeah. would tend to agree and i think what we'll do is on the community section of the channel check check it out because as this video goes out i'm going to put a poll up where we can all vote and we can all have our say and we can decide for ourselves what we think as well and then we'll come back and revisit this topic where uh when tom has bought and built and painted his saurus warriors <laughs> and seen if he can get those tails uh to to get between the legs of the of the previous one and all the rest of it um so um yeah thank you very much for watching uh, let us know in the comments what you think as well and let us know if you've been doing this, um, because if you have been, we'd love to see the pictures of it. Um, tag us in your socials. Um, let us know. And we want to check that out. We want to see that for ourselves as well. But thank you very much for watching. And we will catch you next time. Thank you very much for watching. Please be sure to leave a comment and let me know what you think. I do read every single comment. If you've enjoyed this video, please be sure to give it a like. And if you'd like to see more content like this in the future, please consider subscribing to the channel. Now, I'd really like to use this time to thank those of you who support us on Patreon or those of you who are YouTube members. You guys have entered the Hall of Heroes and you really are champions in our eyes. And we raise our glasses to you and salute you. You help make it possible for us to do what we do and invest in our equipment help pay for the hosting of the audio of the podcast and all kinds of other things. Now, if you would like to support the channel, the absolute best way to do this is to join the ranks of the Hall of Heroes and to sign up either by Patreon or YouTube members. And there's a link in the description below. And we also have some exclusive merchandise only available there as well. So a huge thank you to Sida Kuru Khan and Alithanar. This has been Nine Inch Charge and I will catch you next time.